Hi everyone and welcome to From the Bar. I am Olamide. Hi guys, and this is Ife. And yes, I allowed Olamide to go first today. Yay me. So guys, <laughs> before we start today's episode, which is setting up your own business, Olamide, what happened to you in court? Well, my week in court was fine, I think. I I enjoyed my week in court because it was trial all through. Although it was stressful at some point, I had trial from Monday till Thursday. Uh, at some point, I even had trial in two courts in two different places. So in the morning, I had a trial on the island. And in the afternoon, I had a trial in Ikeja. So I, as I finished from the island, I had to go back to Ikeja. So if I, how about you? How was your week in court? Uh, guys, first, I just want to hear Olamide, trial lawyer extraordinaire. Especially because I know last episode as well, he was talking about how he had back-to-back trials, which basically means Olamide, a lot of final written addresses in your future. I'm not. I'm actually not looking forward to it, really, because, oh, my God, it's almost like six or seven matters. No, and I'm still struggling with one, but that's a different story. So what happened to me? Technically, this happened two weeks ago, but I'm still healing, so it still counts. Guys, your baby girl fell down in court. So basically, what happened was... I was supposed to be in court with my senior, but I was also supposed to take some of the interns from the office with me. So it's one of those matters where the file is like sky high and there's like three of them. And I had taken the interns into the court and I went back to my car to carry more of the files. It was like 8.55 for a judge that sits at nine. So I was carrying like the three files from my car and like my tiny little kitten heels from the back entrance of the federal high court because those of you that know know that they are doing some serious road work no that thing annoy that road work is actually annoying it's supposed to be for like two years i asked one of the security guards and he said it's two years wait so i can either confirm or deny this so but that's what what? so guys (laughs) if you have been in the trenches of federal high court there's no respite in sight for anyone that knows otherwise please let me know i don't i don't even bother to drive there i just call an uber i uh, i would leave extra early so that i get to court whatever time if the traffic there is going to take me 30 minutes i know that i've left extra early and i won't be late to court a slight but, departure but like when i went last time obviously you know water like the whole place floods and when i was waiting you know to leave i just saw some of those lawyers with like their trousers rolled up to their knee wearing my slippers God, can you imagine i thought this profession we are trying like oh God. so i you know i'm carrying my files my little kitten heels thinking i'm cute coming from the back door i promise you i haven't gone maybe like 10 steps and then i fall in fact somehow i managed to fall twice like you know you fall and you get up then you fall again <laughs> then there was this like nice lady around i think maybe she might have been one of the cleaners and then there was like the one older lawyer behind me and then both of them are now trying to lift me up and they're and she's like and they're like ah Bele, are you okay and then they're trying to brush it off and guys i swear I wanted to swallow into the ground. Not the ground swallow me. I wanted to swallow into the ground. But luckily, there was no one around to see. But, like, I got a massive gash as per, like, my leg was bleeding. But I had to sit through my case. So that's me in front with my senior just ble- free bleeding down my leg. I literally had to borrow. Well, not borrow because I didn't return it. But I had to take tissue from someone to, like, clean myself up. Luckily, if there's any luck in this, I was, like, number three. So by 10 a.m., I had left, went to the hospital. Guys, I really had to get the thing bandaged. I had to change my dressing like every day. It was very, very dramatic. And my scab is still healing to today. And guys, I'm going to have a scar. I'm going to have a scar. People ask me in future. I'm going to have to say I fell down in court. Ah, 
embarrassing. You know, when when he first sent me the picture of the thing, I'm like, ah, auntie, it's not this serious now. Like, guys, it was that the, serious. Then, Don't listen to Olamide. Then I get to the office and I see this huge bandage on the first leg. I'm like, if what happened? Guys, they like wrapped the bandage all around my knee. Although to be fair, like the circumference of the wound was small but very deep. But because it was my knee. The dressing would have fallen off so they literally had to like bandage it around but basically guys litigation finally got your baby girl like finally the litigation is actually the ghetto you know uh, the actual trenches i mean no we love it do it uh, <laughs> <laughs> but in other news so today's episode is setting up your own business olamide is um the expert of the two of us here so you're definitely going to be hearing I'm not an a expert lot. though i said no, of the two of us no, now one like man leading the blind no we're both experts i beg Okay, I like that. Yeah, sure, I claim it. Yeah. So if you hear his voice a lot more, you know why. But yeah, so setting up your own business, Olamde, tell the people why we decided to do this topic today. Okay, so uh, one of the reasons why we decided to do the topic today was there are a lot of entrepreneurs today. Like everybody, almost everybody has a business that they are running. Hustle. Like everyone is hustling and people want to ensure that they are complying with the laws. For instance, when there was this ban by the Lagos State Government, or was it Night Post, that said that people must come and pay some form of um, registration fee with Night Post to run their dispatch bikes in Lagos, there was this outcry, serious outcry. But for some reason, legally, Night Post actually has the power to do that. And these are the things that you might need, want to know before you start or before you venture into a business. It's always good to speak to a lawyer. I might not go into all of that today, but it's always good to speak to a lawyer. Yeah, guys, like, as always, and I promise we're not just trying to plug our people, but do seek legal counsel and legal advice. I think that the value of legal advice, both monetarily and also in society, is definitely reduced. And, you know, we thank God for the fact that the CAC, you know, is now online and things are a little bit more complex. And if you're setting up, like, a simple business that works, do it yourself. But don't go and decide you want to do one complex three-person deal. And it's you yourself that you're going to do it. Because when you chop, they say, you know, Vanessa and Chaos as a dispute lawyer is my own bread and butter. That's yeah. when you come and look for me. It's the thing is, there's this story I have. There was this my friend who wanted to set up a business, he wanted to set up a business name. And he, he reached out to me like, oh, I want to set up a business name. How much will you collect? This, that. And I gave him my quote. It was a discounted quote, in fact. And this guy, he didn't get back to me. Guys, uh, so basically, what you know is Olamide is a big boy. Wait, Even the discounts will choke. No, it, it didn't choke, but I'm sure he just felt like, I, I don't need to pay this guy this money. So he went on, he started the registration by himself. I just noticed that at some point, this guy would just message me, hey, please, what's the meaning of this? At some, I, I now asked him, guy, legal advice. guy, okay, what exactly is it that you're doing that you're always asking for the meaning of this or the meaning of that? He now sent me a, um, a screenshot of the CSC website. I'm like, guy, why did you just give it to me to register? Why are you now what stressing? What kind of insults is that? So why you don't want to pay me. Unto <laughs> yourself, but still collect my uh, free legal advice on the side. So, like, it was such a funny instance. But I, I ended up helping him. But I told him that next time I won't, I won't help him. Oh, cute. More of the story. Alamde has a big act. Yeah, I do. I do. So, guys, today we're really just going to be focusing on the type of businesses and companies that we think would affect most of you which is obviously a sole proprietorship a partnership or a private limited liability companies 
But just, you know, to fulfill all righteousness, I should just mention that the types of business, business organizations or corporations or companies you might come about are, obviously, if it's a business name, then we're talking about a sole proprietorship, a partnership, or incorporated trustees. And if it's a registered company, then it can be limited by shares or limited by guarantee, or it can be unlimited. And in that respect, it can be either private or public. So obviously, a private company limited by shares, a public company limited by shares, and like that and like that. If you want more details, you know, crack open a company law book or, you know, call a lawyer. Please help, help, just help, just help them. And uh, you could just give some insight as to what really what's the essence what's an incorporate um incorporated trust is and when would you like need an incorporated trust is oh lamdi i beg that's not part of what we rehearse please don't put me on the spot you answer okay so i think an incorporated trust is really is when you want to set up like a charitable organization most times for um churches when you won't be carrying on business maybe you're not buying and selling but uh, there's an alternative if you know you're going to be doing like some form of business. It can be a limited company by guarantee. But in a limited company by guarantee, you also would not be making any form of profit in that instance. So I think I'll just uh, go back to the fair to go still continue with the um, types of companies until we can focus on what we really wanted to discuss this week. So, like I'd already said, we're going to be focusing on sole proprietorships, partnerships, and private limited liability companies. So, what's a sole proprietorship? Well, it's really like the name says, a sole proprietorship. So, it's an individual who does business on their own, not necessarily stereotypical or necessarily just stereotypical buying and selling, but any kind of solo business. So, you're taking all the profits and you're bearing all the risk. If I can borrow the phrase from Ololade a few episodes ago, you're eating what you kill. Now, if you decide to have your sole proprietorship in your own name, and what does that mean? Your surname and the initials of your first name or your full name, so Ifeo Motola, you don't have to register it um, under the provisions of CAMA, the Companies and Allied Matters Act. But if you decide to carry on with a different name, so for example, the bookshop, then you would need to register it under CAMA. So that's kind of a rough idea of what a sole proprietorship is, which I'm sure is what a lot of people are running, especially unregistered sole proprietorships. Now, the next one would be a partnership. So a partnership is, you know, the same kind of vibe as a sole proprietorship, except where instead of where there's one, there is now two or more people who are running a business in common. So again, they're personally liable for all the debt and for any liability and also they can obviously take all the profit with a partnership however there is a 20 person limit so to speak yeah there's a 20 person limit when you want to you can't uh be more than 20 to register a partnership so it's 20 and less for a partnership once it's more than 20 you have to register a limited liability company the exception obviously being with them lawyers and accountants so lawyers and accountants are the only professions that can have more than 20 people in a partnership again you know you can use any name you want well at least any name that's not already taken but that's a different story for a different day and you would have to register a partnership under the provisions of the companies and allied matters acts you know CAMA, cac etc then with a private limited liability company which i'm sure we're all familiar with just from like general life so 
well, a limited liability company is really where the liability of the members and the shareholders is limited to the unpaid amounts of their shares. Now, what's the difference really between a private limited liability company and a public limited liability company? Well, there's a lot of differences, um, different regulatory restrictions to private limited liability companies. But the one that most of us would be most familiar with and the most notable one is that if you have a private limited liability company and you cannot sell your stocks on the stock exchange. But that's just kind of like an overview summary of what those different businesses and companies are like that we're going to focus on today. So I shall hand over the metaphorical mic to Olamide to just take us through how we're actually going about setting up these, you know, three different types of businesses slash companies. Okay, yeah. So setting up these businesses are not... Kamaz or CSE rather has made things quite easy in the sense that you can do everything online. But like I said, you still need a lawyer to help you with some of these things because there are some technical things that you need to um, feel and you might not quite understand the implications of what you're doing if you don't have a lawyer guide you through it. So please don't be an alaruru like your rubber call it. Spend money and <laughs> what and uh, what's it called? Engage a lawyer. Don't be a stingy cocoa. Engage a lawyer. Lawyers still have to eat. So if you have guys at this point, uh, everybody's going to think that we're just very biased. No, we're not. We're really, we're really pushing this lawyer agenda, single-handedly trying to save our profession. You know, it's 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 quite funny because. A lot of times when you say you need a lawyer, you need a lawyer, people think, oh, it's because you're a lawyer. That's why you're saying it. But th- when there's a problem now, they are looking for lawyers to come and help them resolve it. Unfortunately, they don't want to pay the lawyers that want to help them resolve, um, resolve the issue. It's just like the instance I gave now. Baba said, Baba asked the lawyer initially, and I told him, guy, this is how much it will cost you, only for him to go and do it by himself. And he just put himself in so much trouble, and I had to help him through it. So yeah, I think yeah, that's right. I think the you know undervaluation and the of lawyers and the legal profession, which I think we spoke about was it on like a first episode or something about, you know, the pricing out here is wild though, and just even pricing aside, the value people play actually place in legal services. Like people actually think they don't need a lawyer. Until Unless the entire problem, tro- yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, the police station. Remember, you need lawyer. Oh, hey, hey. You, you know, it's it, that's the that's one of the funniest things ever. People only think that they need lawyers when they're in trouble. There are certain things that you Which need. is very not true. In fact, you need lawyers at the beginning yeah. so you don't you get, get into, into trouble. trouble. Because um, even when you eventually get into trouble, if you had a lawyer beforehand, the lawyer would have protected you in case there's trouble. So th- these are the things, th- th- these are the reasons why I even say that you should consult a lawyer. So for sole proprietorship and um, partnerships, the mode of registration is kind of the same you don't it's not as complex as um limited liability companies and just to add limited liability companies are those companies that you have you at the end of the names you usually have ltd or plc at the end so if it's ltd it's a private limited liability company and if it is plc it's a public limited liability company uh so to register a sole proprietorship what would you what would you need for a sole proprietorship um your name obviously the choice of name of the business so the first step is usually an um, availability search on CSE. the availability search is where you give CSE options of the name 
that you want to use to register your business and CSE will tell you that okay this name is available this name is not available and the reason why CSE does this is so that they they are sure that two names are not clashing so it would not make any sense that somebody who has registered a name you and is doing business with um, let's say hallelujah ventures and you now go and you say oh you want to also register and hallelujah ventures CSE has to be sure that you're not doing that because there are trademark issues there and um, not only trademark issues, passing off issues. So the identity of the businesses are very, very, or the name of the business is very germane to the identity of the business. So the CSE has a duty to protect that. After you do the availability search and they give you, you pay a fee for the availability search. So after you do the availability search and they approve a name for you, then you go ahead to start the registration process. So what would you need? You need your name, um, the full name, the, your address. You need to give CSE your address, the address of the business too. So if it's a sole proprietorship, ensure that you give your name, your house address, uh, then you need your IDs. You need scanned copy of your IDs. The IDs that I think are acceptable by the CSE are the National Identification Number, the NIN, you can also use your international passport then you can use i think you can use your driver's license too when you do that you are you're now then to fill a form on the type of business you're running what sector is it in so if you say agricultural what type of agricultural produce are you making are you into um livestock production are you into crop production so whatever it is you need to um specify that then when that is done your company you, you submit the application to the CSE and the CSE will now um review the application then get back to you on whether it has been approved or not it is when it has been approved you are now issued a certificate of um registration the certificate of registration would usually carry your business number that business number is what many people would need to open accounts in banks so i know a lot of people when they want to set up a business they say oh i want to have a corporate account the banks will not open a corporate account for you if you don't have a registration with the corporate affairs commission so this is one of the reasons why it is necessary for you to register with the corporate affairs commission then next is the limited liability companies uh limited liability companies on the other hand you what you'll be doing for a limited liability company is the camera allows you to have more than okay to have a one shareholder company but many times people would have like two shareholders in the company so before you register your um limited liability company the first step just like the sole proprietors or the business name so i i don't think i mentioned that sole proprietors and partnerships are essentially the same in the form of registration they are not the same in operational but in form of registration, they are the same in that the both of them are registered as what you call business names under Part E of the Kama 2020. Limited liability companies are registered under Part B of Kama 2020. And when you're registering your business name, you have to do, or your limited liability company, you also have to do an availability search. The availability search you have to do is also to confirm whether there's another company using that name. And when you do that and that has been approved, you go ahead to registering your companies. So what are the things you need? The name, 
of the company, the registered address of the company, name of the shareholders, the registered addre- address of the shareholders, the identities of the shareholders or the ident- um, identification, what, um, what, what's it called now? The means of identity of the shareholders. Um, then you have to agree on your objects. What exactly is your company going to be doing? Is your company, if it's a construction company, what are the elements or what are the key parts of the construction that you're, you're going to be undergoing as a construction company? Are you limited to constructing bridges? Are you limited to constructing roads? Or is it just residential buildings? Is it um, large commercial buildings? You have to put all of this in your um, objects. Do you want to also manufacture your materials? You have to put this in your object. Because if you do anything outside your object, um, it will be deemed as you doing something ultra-virus. Although there are some other legal technicalities that go with that. But it is good to always state what you want to do. And the CSA would not register your company unless you provide the objects. Because the objects would now be contained in your memorandum of association. The memorandum of association is one of the documents that is issued to you after your, your company has been registered. When you do this, you also need to um, fill a place on or set out, set out the articles of the company. So some people call this the constitution of the company. You must have a, a constitution as a company. That is, these are the rules that guide and, um, you know, that regulate the affairs of people in the company and how you do things in the company. So if you want to buy a generator in the company or the amount of money that you need to, um, or the amount of money that you can disburse out of the company, the mode of picking the accountants of the company, different things, how you just want to run your business, you must put it and CSE would also issue that to you officially, like a stamped copy after you've registered the company. When you do this, you, ha- you now have to set aside the number of shares that you would be issuing in your company. So there's some people that do 1 million, uh, 1 million Naira shares divided into 1 million units of 1 Naira each. So what that means is that the total share capital of your company, that is the... Um, base fare that the company will be liable for or that the shareholders rather will be liable for if anything happens to the company is one million naira. um when you have um this you can now divide it that okay every one million naira is divided into one million units at one naira per share the one million per share cannot be divided amongst the shareholders so and this will now lead me to just explaining it key difference between a limited liability company and a business name so a limited liability company and uh is different from a business name in that the limited liability company has a personality that is different from the business name so if a limited liability company enters into a business with you you can sue that limited liability company whereas for a business name yeah you can actually even sue a company in criminal proceedings yes you can you can institute criminal proceedings against the company so like it has a different personality from the owners whereas a business name it is very closely tied to the owner in fact you would be suing if you want to sue a business name you would be saying i am suing mr a carrying on business under the name and style of so so and so ventures 
So the business name itself does not even have its own legal personality. It is the company. And um, your shareholding or your share capital is the amount that you have to contribute. Once you've contributed this one million naira into the share capital of the company, as a shareholder, you are not liable for anything that the company um, or any debt the company enters into, except they can prove fraud or some form of misrepresentation. But that is it with um, registering a limited liability company. So after you do this, you would also need to get people who, who you call witnesses. They're the ones who will witness your memorandum of association and your articles of association. After you submit to the CSC, the CSC would... Then there's an important part, and this is where I say you should consult a lawyer. There's something called um, a compliance report. The lawyer has to do a statement of compliance. And once the lawyer does a statement of compliance, you submit to the CSC. CSC will vet it, and they would approve. Or if they have queries, they will now come back, and you would have to answer the queries. You know that that um, compliance requirement is a little bit controversial because people say that they just slid that in there so that lawyers won't lose all their business. Well, yeah, it, I and qu- quite frankly, I, I I don't see any problem with it. Wow, Alamidi. Yes, because if people are bypassing lawyers to do certain things lawyers are doing, then you need to protect lawyers. Fair enough. Yeah. So, but that's essentially it when it comes to setting up your companies and the things you need. So, like I said, always reach out to a lawyer when you want to register your company. Don't register your company. Um, then there's something for people who always want to open business accounts. You also need to register with the EFCC, depending on the type of business you run. There's something called, um, it's called, in the abbreviation is termed SCUMO. But I, I can't remember, but it's something against uh, prevention of money laundering. So there are certain businesses that have to register with SCUMO. If not, the bank will not open the ba- um, a bank account for you. So after you're done with CSE, you have to go to the EFCC to register with SCUMO. Yeah, but that's essentially how it is when you register your company. Then to add, if you're carrying on business as a business name, you can do that without registration for at least 28 days. After 28 days, you have to register. So um, people who are already using, how, what, what would I put it? Um, the people that kicks by whoever it is or your something apparel, whatever it is. If you've not registered your name, you need to actually go and register your name. And essentially, this is for tax purposes. So you're not seen to be um, evading taxes. Yeah. So if I do have anything to add. No, guys, honestly, I've just been enjoying sitting back and listening to Olamide. Like, I feel like I've honestly learned so much. But, yeah, so what we talk about today was about setting up businesses and just that general process. We've already gone over the other types of businesses that we didn't necessarily go into that much. Obviously, Olamide gave a little overview about incorporated trustees and companies limited by a guarantee. I will say that, that if that affects you, you definitely want to do further research into those differences because that's that can catch some people. Just if the thing is, don't even. Well, I won't say you shouldn't do your research. Your research is what will inform your discussion with your wow, lawyer. So I'm about to say, just go and call your lawyer. Just want, no, the thing is, you know, there's you need the consent of the attorney general for certain things. So there are some parts that get really technical, and you don't want to get in uh, get into that thing. And you've not resolved it so it's it's very necessary that you speak to your lawyer i'll keep preaching it 
because if I don't preach it, people would not even if approach. It or, it, or, they won't have a job anymore. Yeah, uh, but um, th- yes, and one of the reasons why we even decided to do this topic was because you know some of our friends were like, "You guys just talk about lawyers and what you guys do as lawyers. You don't even bother to do things that we who are not lawyers would benefit from." And we thought, okay, what's one thing that everyone is doing now and it would be necessary for us to speak. And I, I know when we did the moral rights episode, we spoke about creatives and um, helping creatives protect yeah, so their work. Yes, today is about our business people. Yes. So even as a creative, I think you are still, you, it's still necessary for you to listen in on this episode and just take take one or two things away from And I the think that it's really, this episode is really relevant because like Olamide said, you know, everyone's in their hustle bag whether it's from like selling jewelry on the side or doing hair or even doing music or people are doing some form of like small trading or hey, big training, big trading rather. So everyone needs to know what it requires, like the legal requirements to set up a business, right? Because at the end of the day, you always want to make sure you're on the right side of the law. Like when I was talking about sole proprietorships and how that's what most people have, I was thinking of those people who have their um, probably like shacks or little shops like in the market and they are definitely not registering their own business in, well they definitely not ha- they don't have their business in their own name so technically it should be registered because i mean if you are doing mama yaz a fish shop that's not that's not your name but i mean people get away with that right because they're flying under the radar but the day that the government decides that they want to make some of their money up in this economy don't be the one that they catch and make you pay fine because obviously flouting all these requirements means that you'll have to pay a fine yeah so uh, um it's very very and uh, one thing i would also want to mention about um the limited liability companies um and the sole proprietorships is the fact that it depends on the scale of your business so if you're running a small business and your overhead is not so much there's no need registering your business as a limited liability company because I, I the regulatory requirements for a business um a limited liability will company be tasking very tasking and expensive you because don't want your regulatory requirements to be more complex than your actual business you, you you probably will be spending your profit on engaging lawyer because now you need to engage lawyers to help you file your returns and also certain um again when you're accountants just, too to exactly do your financial like you're going to be expending it's going to be a lot of money so it's just better you do like a small thing where you're, you're, you're growing and by the time you grow to a level that you can afford to be a limited liability company because there are certain contracts you probably would not get if you're not a limited liability company. So um, when, you, when you've grown to that level, then maybe you, you can register a limited liability company. But as it is, just do a business name. Well, yeah, those are those like nuanced advantages and disadvantages that Olamide and I said that we weren't going to really get into because obviously we wanted to just keep this like really, really, really short. This is definitely shorter than our normal. But yeah, like guys, thank you for you know for listening. For those of you that have been listening like week in and week out, like Olamide was this like episode seven or something? Eight. Wow, guys, episode eight. Can't believe we've been doing this thing for eight weeks, like consistently. Like, guys, I even like went out yesterday. I wasn't ready to record at all. Lambda was like, "I'm on my way." I said, "Ah, really?" But I'm tired. But when you make a commitment, you know you have to see it through. And I think we love doing this. 
Yeah, we do. You know, it's just that sometimes to walk can be it oh my god, it choke. But yeah, I have to get used to seeing Olamide's face every single day and texting all the time. Like I literally text him all the time. Ah, this is what happened to me. I literally texted him yesterday. Don't let me forget that what happened to me in court was that I fell. Yeah. Then on um a final note, I please follow our social media pod from the bar. Yes, guys. So please follow us on Pod from the Bar. You know, listen, share. If you have suggestions for topics that you want us to do, please let us know. Yes, but please. Always from Olamide and Ife. See, I put his name first. From Olamide and Ife with love from the bar. <laughs>